Good morning. Good morning, Solid Rock. Happy Mother's Day to all the precious women at Solid Rock. At Solid Rock, we don't just celebrate Mother's Day, but we also take time to celebrate and to honor the women in our lives. Because we realize that sometimes the mothering isn't just a physical or biological family, but it's very much in the family of God and in the atmosphere of our community. There's mothering going on and there's nurturing that happens from all the women. So today we want to honor the women at Solid Rock. Not only that, but I want to encourage you to honor those that are not in Solid Rock, but that are in your community or in your neighborhood and display honor. I'd also like to add to that. It's like I've got all these disclaimers, but I'd like to say this is not just something that we do one day a year. It might be commercialized, and it may be an industry in itself, but we do not do this one day a year. But this is something we have a lifestyle in this house of honor. And when I use the term honor, what I'd like to suggest to you is in definition or in use of the word honor refers to seeing value in someone else. And bringing that value out and expressing it. So recognizing the value in someone else and letting that affect how you behave or correspond or interact with them. So this morning, we're going to spend some time and we're going to honor the women in our lives. What I'd like to do is I'd like to read from Proverbs 31, probably the most quoted chapter with respect to women, um, especially on today's date. But as I was going through it, I was just amazed at how many verses and the richness and the impact of a virtuous woman. And by the way, what I also found interesting was this is a chapter about women. We don't have very many chapters about men. But for some reason, God said, no, I want you to understand the value of the women in your life. And all the women said, hallelujah. And all the men said, amen. So let's go to Proverbs 31. And we're going to start reading in verse 10, and we're going to go to verse 31. An excellent wife who can find, for her worth is far above jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. She is like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household and portions to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hands grasp the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor and she stretches out her hands to the needy. She's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. 
She makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies belts to the tradesmen. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her, her husband also, and he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. That's Proverbs 31, verses 10 to 31. A virtuous woman. Let's just take a moment and pray. Father, I just ask for these words, your words, to just descend like dew over our lives. And today as we take some time to honor and value the women in our lives, Lord, I ask that we would see in greater depth the value of each individual and each person around us and that we would honor them and build them up. In your precious name, amen. Honor. What I'd like to do is, is first of all, I want to just read about 10 or 11 verbs, action words out of this passage from the translation I've got. It says, uh, she looks, verse 13. She brings, she rises, she considers, she girds, she makes, she senses, she stretches, she extends, she's not afraid. She makes coverings. She makes linen garments. She smiles. She opens her mouth. She looks well. Those are all verbs describing a virtuous woman. Those are all actions. Those are all words that describe action and movement. So this morning, we're going to take some time and we're going to honor the women in our lives and what I've done is I've written down a number of thoughts with respect to these verses, and I just would like to share with them with you. As we do this, what I want you to see is the value of the women in our lives. And this is God's word. This is how God values and paints the picture and writes the story of your life in his word. First of all, I want to see the gifts and the talents. She's trustworthy. The first thing we see here is that the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. There's a trust that the husband has in his wife. There's an ability that the woman brings to her husband that he just innately trusts her. Why? Because she has no plans of evil, only good for him. There's integrity. She does him good. There's integrity. There's, and, then, and then it continues all the days 
of her life. All the days, every day, there's a consistency. There's a resourcefulness and an industrious. She's industrious and she's resourceful. It says that she looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. There's a delight that she has in working with her hands. The next verse in verse 14, it says that she is like merchant ships. And as I was reading that, I had a picture of a ship and I had some thoughts about merchant ships. First of all, a ship is something that is stable in the midst of instability. Water is unstable. It's not a stable element. And so you have these waves, you have these storms, you have the ocean, the seas, the lake, and what happens is this boat goes in there, the ship goes in there, and it brings stability even in the midst of instability. The virtuous woman brings stability even in the midst of everything shifting, changing, moving, adjusting. Just think of that within the last year and a bit with COVID. It's real. It's around us. But there's a stability in the midst of that instability that a woman can bring, a strength that that is, to the household or to the workplace. Why? Because we trust in God. There's a connection, there's a fear of God that she has, and that brings stability, that brings confidence in the midst of instability. I also found it interesting, they refer to it as a merchant ship. The ships would travel a distance that you could not attain any other way. It would go such a large distance. And so a virtuous woman sees something a far way off and says, I'm going to go get that, I'm going to go grab that, and I'm going to pull that in, and I'm going to bring that to be a part of our future, a part of our life. So there's a vision that happens or a, a planning that a virtuous woman brings. These are all strengths, talents, and gifts that God has placed in the women around us. Like a merchant ship. Long-term vision. Going the distance. Resourceful. Using everything around her. Charting out and planning. You don't just jump in a ship and say, let's see what happens. No, there's a planning. There's no, we're going to get this. And then we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and, and there's a planning, there's a thought process. I also want you to see how hard such a hard worker the virtuous woman is. It says that she rises while it is still night. While it's still night, a woman rises and makes and prepares food for her household and for her maidens. She's not content to just sleep in, but she's going to rise up early and get the day started and have the food ready. It says she considers a field. She sees the value in purchasing something. And then it says, and from her, her wages or her earnings, she plants a vineyard. So she sees something and says, that has value, and I'm going to grab that, and I'm going to, 
purchase that because I can turn that into something that will even reap us a greater reward. These are the values that a virtuous woman brings into our lives. And when we understand and we recognize, what happens is when we see that value and we pour into it and we speak into it, that value will grow. I'm convinced that so much turmoil, uh, stress, and angst would literally just leave relationships if we learned how to value I'm convinced if we learned how to value another individual, and in this case today we're talking about the women in our lives, if we learned how to value what God has placed in them, what God has gifted them with, and we'd speak to that value, what would happen is that value would rise up and and there would be stress and turmoil and anxiety would leave so much in the relationship. It would leave, and there would actually be peace that would come. I'm convinced if we learn how to value and to honor, the benefit and the byproduct of that is phenomenal. She's a hard worker. It says in verse 15, she sacrifices for her, her sleep. In verse 16, she's got some business savvy. She's smart. Verse 18 and 19, it talks about how she works hard and the lamp does not go out. In verse 19, it says she reaches for the distaff or the spinning item for the material. And she holds the spindle in her hands. She works hard. She also, as a hard worker, she has this generosity that comes and it says that she extends her hand to the poor. The virtuous woman doesn't just take everything in for themselves, but they have this generosity that they extend their hand to the poor. They extend their hand to those that are in need. She watches for that. And in verse 27, it says that she watches her home, and she's not idle. She's watching She's got this eye for her home. She's got this eye for the family around her. And she's not just looking selfishly on herself, but she's looking selflessly onto others. That's, that's a talent. That's a gift, a strength of a virtuous woman, a hard worker. I also see in this passage confidence. The, the, the virtuous woman, it says in verse 17, she girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She has a confidence that she girds herself. She's strong and it, it doesn't need, she doesn't need everybody around her. She knows her own strength. Women, know your strength. Know your strength. Be strong in who you are. Be confident in the strength that God gave you, how he made you. Be confident in who you are. 
Be confident in whose you are. Be confident in the way that God created you to be. Be confident in the strength that you have because you are needed in this community. You're needed in this house. You are needed in your neighborhood. You are needed in your community. So be strong in who you are. I'm not talking about an arrogance. I'm talking about a confidence in I know who God created me to be. And all my strength comes from him and all that I need comes from him. But he has gifted me with certain talents. He's gifted me with certain abilities. Don't be afraid of those, but be strong in who God created you to be. She's confident. She also knows her value. In verse 18, she senses that her gain is good. She knows that what she's doing has value. There's a confidence in that. Women, I thank God for you because you bring a value. You bring an eye. You bring a passion. You bring a strength into this house, into this community. Thank you. Be confident in that. She doesn't boast about what she does, but she lets her work speak for itself. It says, give her the product of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. It's a confidence. And, and you know what? She doesn't have to boast. She doesn't have to po post it all over social media. She doesn't have to. She's just confident in who she is. And her works, they boast about her. Her works speak the volumes. Be confident in who you are. Being confident in God who made you, and he made you the way you are. She also is confident in just the way that she presents herself. She dresses well. It says that she makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. That's speaking to authority, majesty, and even um, kingship and queenship. Royalty. A virtuous woman is also a woman that has tremendous influence. I was impressed by this verse. It says in verse 23, her husband is known in the gates. When he sits among the elders of the land, when he sits among those places, when he goes to work and he's communing and talking and communicating with everybody, he is known and respected. Why? Because of his wife, because of the virtuous woman. Your influence isn't just within the four walls, but your influence goes beyond the four walls. Your influence extends into your husband or into your children or into your students. Your influence extends into other people's homes. That's the influence and strength that a virtuous woman has. And these are words that God has spoken. This is not a manifesto that we've written up here. This is God's word over women. And he's saying there's value. We need to learn how to value and to honor those around us. She's, she has influence. The peace in your home reaches out to the places of your influence. 
the peace that is in your home reaches out to places of influence. It says also with respect to influence that she's blessed. She's praised by her husband and her children. In verse 28, her children rise up and bless her. Her husband also, and he praises her. Your children rise up. She says in verse 24 that she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies them to the tradesmen. There is a reputation that she has an influence that a virtuous woman has. The power and the value of the virtuous woman. And then there's also one other thought that I have is that a virtuous woman is content. Be content in who you are. Be confident in who you are, but also be content. It says she's clothed in verse 25. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She's not worried about the future. She's content. There's a contentment that God has placed in her. Why? Because she's strong and she's confident in who she is. There's a contentment. Her mouth opens with wisdom in verse 26. And the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. And I'm going over these verses and I'm repeating them and going over them. Why? Because I want to speak life and I want to speak health and I want to speak value to the women that we have in, in Solid Rock, but also that we have in our community and in our neighborhood. Not just today, but this is a value and this is a mindset that we have every day for those around us. This isn't just something we put on in the month of May this is something that we have around us all the time and we honor and we value 365 days a year. And every four years, we do it a 366th day. Learn the value of honoring those around you. Honor. It says that she's content. It also says... And the last thing I wanted to bring out to you is in verse 30. It says, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Beauty that is timeless is fear of God. And a lot of these traits and a lot of these strengths that I, I shared out of Proverbs 31, they are recognized or appreciated when we understand the fear of God in our lives. And we talked a bit about this in other areas, how it's important when we get the priority, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Last week we talked about they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And here it is, it says all these traits, and then it gets to the end, and it says beauty is this in vain, but, but the woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. I want to encourage you, the greatest thing you can do, the greatest thing that you can do to set yourself up, to position yourself, to, to have a, as a conviction inside of you is to develop the fear of God, the fear of the Lord. It doesn't mean you run away in fear. What it does is you honor, you respect, and you value God and his presence. And, and the, the writer of Proverbs here 
he concludes all these beautiful sentiments and beautiful statements about the value of a virtuous woman and the traits and the strength. And he says, the fear of the Lord. He, she who has the fear of the Lord. And I want to encourage you to work and strengthen and to develop the fear of the Lord. Because when you do, what happens is those things start to come. And sometimes you say, well, I want to work on strength. I want to work on confidence. But what happens is when you fear God, those things rise up and they become part of who you are automatically. The understanding, the value of the fear of the Lord. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. If I could sum it all up, in honoring and valuing the women in our life, I would encourage you to fear the Lord. Work on the relationship with God. And what happens is those things that we've read and we've gone through, that we value and that we build up and that we highlight, they become and they just start to rise. They just start to grow. They just start to be like seeds that were planted and then all of a sudden they grow and the fruit starts to come. Fear of the Lord. So how do you value? I want to ask you a question. And I'm going to give you an answer. How do you value? How do you show value? How do you show honor? There's two ways that I can see. One is that you literally say it. Verbalize it. Don't just think it. Well, I thought this. No, verbalize it. Tell those around you. Tell your mother. Tell your sister. Tell your, your daughter. Tell your wife. I value you. Why? Because, and then state it. I'm so thankful for you because you care for me more than I realize. You're up every morning getting things ready while I'm out doing this. You're already getting the house ready. You're planning the day. You're, you're looking ahead and planning for not just today and tomorrow, but you're looking ahead a week, two weeks, a month, a couple months ahead, and you're saying, hey, we need to start planning for this. I appreciate that. I value that. Don't just say, I love you. Say, I love you because. I value you because. And then state why. And start and what happens is when you start to do that, you start to value and you start to honor, and that will start to grow. And don't, don't say, I honor you and value you because you make me, and you make it all about yourself. No, 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 it's all about them. I value you because you care for me so much that you want me to do well. I value you because you, you pray for me every day. I value you because you look at the kids and you see them and, and you, you work hard for them. You, you want to see them excel. You, you care for them. You pray for them. I value you. I love you because. So that's one way. You verbalize it. And the second way is you take those words and then you live them out. You walk them out. You don't say something and then act opposite. You say something and you act consistent. No, you don't say one thing and then turn your back and laugh and, and mock. No, you say one thing and then you consistent with it. 
You help them. You put time into what they're doing. You, you make room for them. You spend time with them. You make, make room for them. Learn their love language. Learn their love language. Not your love language, their love language. Learn what they value. They might value time. They might value uh, a gift. They might value words of affirmation. They may value an, a, an activity that's done. Learn what makes them thrive. And then don't just say it, but also do it. So I want to encourage you today. We are celebrating Mother's Day but we also celebrate and honor all the women in our lives. And I am so thankful for the women at Solid Rock. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for your love. I'm so thankful for your care. I'm so thankful for your prayer. I'm so thankful for the relationship and the family that we have. So thank you. God bless you. God keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Amen. God bless you. Have an amazing day today and a fantastic week.